Welcome to Words That Move, your companion on your journey to unlock your full potential, achieve your dreams, and become the best version of yourself through motivational speeches, personal stories, and practical tips. We're here to fuel your ambition and remind you that the power to create your reality lies within. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. When I began planning this program, I looked up the word character in the dictionary. I learned the origin of the word, and then I just sat there for a minute and realized that in this case, the origin of the word just about says it all. So I'm going to tell you where the word character comes from, and I hope it has as big an effect on you as it did on me. But first I want to just quickly mention the origins of another word that people often confuse with character, just to clarify the differences. That other word is charisma, and I think that it's often confused with character today. But charisma is really quite different. Charisma is derived from a Greek word meaning an ability to elicit favor in other people. It's a magnetic quality of personality that people respond to as if it were magic. Charisma is almost like a magic wand that confers power over others. But character has a very different origin. Character comes from a Greek word meaning chisel, or the mark left by a chisel. I'm going to repeat that because I think it's very important. Character is derived from the Greek word for chisel. And of course a chisel is a sharp steel tool used for making a sculpture out of a hard or difficult material like granite or marble. And a chisel is also used for stripping away waste material from an object. Stripping away stuff that might get in the way in order to get down to the essential thing, the thing that really matters. You've got to chisel your character out of the raw material of yourself, just like a sculptor has to create a statue. The raw material is always there. Everything that happens to you, good or bad, is an opportunity for building your character. Let me point out another important distinction between character and charisma. You may have noticed it already. In both its definition and its derivation, Character doesn't refer to other people. It doesn't refer to having power over other people or getting other people to follow you or gaining favor with other people. Character is something that you have and that you are. You could be marooned on a desert island and your character would still be important. In fact, it would likely be very important in that situation. But charisma wouldn't do you any good at all. Charisma requires the presence of others, while character is all about you. Character is the person you are after you've chiseled and chiseled and have gotten past all the unnecessary material to what's underneath. But since we're usually surrounded by other people, let me be a little more specific about how the differences between a charismatic person and a person with character can play out in the real world, particularly in leadership situations. 
Here are four sets of circumstances that can easily occur. First, a really charismatic person can make people believe there's pie in the sky or that the sky is going to fall tomorrow, one just as easily as the other. By creating these expectations, charismatic individuals can indeed energize and inspire others, or terrify and demotivate them, until the overblown scenarios are proven false and the charisma runs out. But a person of character doesn't need to be anyone's Pied Piper and isn't comfortable in that role. Instead, he or she looks within for the true source of inspiration and energy. Second, a charismatic person can inspire devoted or even fanatical loyalty. But this can all too easily turn into an unconscious sense of dependency. And that can make matters difficult when the leader is no longer available. Like a charismatic coach, effective during the glory years, but when he leaves the organization, there is a sense of abandonment and the team may never achieve anything like its prior success. Powerful personalities often resist delegating authority, but it's an attitude of character for a leader to refrain from making himself or herself the indispensable heart and soul of an organization. Here's a third difference between character and charisma that's particularly important in a leadership situation, charismatic people have to keep pulling rabbits out of the hat. The magic of their presence has got to keep expressing itself or people might start wondering where it went. Worse yet, they might start getting bored. There were plenty of charismatic individuals around such as Churchill, Montgomery, de Gaulle and Patton. What was needed was somebody with toughness, stamina, and ability to manage people. Just before the Normandy invasion in 1944, Eisenhower met with a group of officers who would be going into battle. He stretched out a piece of string on a table and pulled it a few inches with his finger. An army is like this piece of string, he said. If you try to push it from behind, it just tangles and doubles back on itself. Soldiers have to be led from the front, not pushed from behind. Eisenhower may not have been colorful, but he could definitely get his point across in a way anyone could understand. He had character in the true sense. One of the biggest pitfalls for a charismatic leader comes straight from his or her ability to inspire love and devotion. And this is the last point I want to make. In order to bask in the warm glow of a leader's approval, people may become reluctant to voice disagreements. There are people who become isolated because subordinates are afraid of them. But the same isolation can occur as a result of misplaced affection. People of character are usually well loved by everyone around them, but they make it clear that their own first love is for the truth, even if it hurts. Because character is what's left after charisma is gone. I'd like to elaborate a bit on a comparison I made earlier about how creating your character is like an artist creating a sculpture. The essential point is this. I don't think character is something that just happens by itself. 
Any more than a chisel can create a work of art without the hand of an artist guiding it. In both instances, a conscious decision has been made. A conscious process of design is at work. Character is the result of hundreds and hundreds of choices you may make that gradually turn who you are at any given moment into who you want to be. If that decision-making process is not present, you'll still be somebody, you'll still be alive, but may have a personality rather than a character. And to me, that's something very different. You build character out of certain qualities that you must create and diligently nurture within yourself, just like you would plant and water a seed or gather wood and build a campfire. You've got to look for those things in your heart and in your gut. You've got to chisel away in order to find them, just like chiseling away rock in order to create the sculpture that has previously existed only in your imagination. But the really amazing thing about character is that if you're sincerely committed to making yourself into the person you want to be, you'll not only create those qualities, you'll strengthen them and recreate them in abundance even as you're drawing on them every day of your life. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and follow us for more episodes of Words.Move.